the illiterate of the future are not those who can't read or write but those who cannot learn unlearn and relearn that's a quote by someone called alfin toffler but never mind hello everyone welcome back to yet another episode of the thai gap podcast this is me bogus nog and with me as always is being brute brute this week we're doing it's not easy unlearning it is a forgotten concept it's an overlooked concept oh, in yeah. itself majorly and the most important thing is it's an untaught concept agreed on all counts and uh, as is our one brute every time we start with uh, the colloquial definition yes. of this word we want to see exactly what is circulating yes popularly online uh, let's get everybody on the same page yeah so if i look up the word unlearning on google mm-hmm. the definition that i find is to unlearn is to discard something that you've already learned yeah uh, that's the basic gist of the definition yeah now we necessarily don't agree with that definition why i don't agree with it at all because we are human beings mm. are a very complex system. creatures yeah right there is so much that goes on i mean if you go deeper we are talking about conscious subconscious yeah, you know yeah. para conscious governance what all mm. so anything that we have absorbed it's very difficult to discard it's not practical at all yeah right so for us i mean you know I, we are on the same page with this because we had a very long discussion of 3 minutes mm-hmm. unlearning is about learning how not to do it yeah or even simpler how to hold back what you learned right and that's as easy as we can put it yeah and the difference comes in the definition only mentioning the discarding of what you've already learned yeah but that's not enough because if you look at basic hard drive storage mm-hmm. the way data is stored in hard drives when you delete something on your computer that information is not actually going anywhere yeah basically your computer is making it invisible and available for rewriting yeah so unless you actually store new information on those same sectors on your hard disk that information is still as it is yeah it's always present so if you kind of upscale that example to how we function if you're just thinking that unlearning is discarding what you already learned but you don't overwrite that with new information with new learning then when the moment comes in the thick of it your muscle memory is going to take over yes. and you're going to find yourself repeating the same mistake all over again yep i think that's very aptly put too technical for me but uh, i get what you say but like we always do bro why is it important to even unlearn something let's say when we have learned something mm-hmm. we have to realize that we are in a constantly changing circumstance yeah. i mean they do say history repeats itself mm. but that that's you, at a very a very macro scale macro scale yeah, yeah. but even let us say that history repeats itself and say time is oscillating for us mm-hmm. that the same circumstances keep coming to us mm-hmm. for us to better our previous performance we have to not do what we have done previously mm. and that goes from decision making the actions you have taken uh, the reactions you have given mm. everything in the same picture right yeah. so in the process of becoming better person mm-hmm. in ourselves at any scale we have to learn how to unlearn things it's a paradox in itself it's a very funny thing mm-hmm. which is why i feel this is very it's a very complex you know complex form of concept. action concept yeah to deal with yes yeah 
thanks for that word mm-hmm. searching for concept unlearning is a very complex concept because of this reason yeah. that it's paradoxical in nature right like we have to learn to unlearn like yeah, yeah. unlearning leads to more learning and what is happening yeah, what yeah. is the word that you use symptomatic no sympathetic sympathetic mm. it's like a vicious circle yeah, yeah. right so that if we have to better ourselves we have to learn or we have to unlearn our own self mm. right so that we come out in new form we make a better version of ourselves etc etc and that's why it's really really important there is a lot of onus kept on oh you have to keep learning yeah. you have to know more yeah. right but you should also know what you should not have or what you should not do what you should not continue doing exactly yeah like you said history repeating itself we've observed cycles throughout our life right from childhood to early adulthood we grow up learning one set of information yeah and then once we reach that adulthood we figure out oh there's so much of what i learned that was actually that's actually contradicting with reality yeah so if a person does not course correct at that point of time yeah. if they don't readjust to the new information that's coming in then pretty soon they're just going to be obsolete absolutely right? absolutely they're going to be rigid in the ways that they grew up with yeah and that's not going to do them any favors yeah and they'll be stuck in the past they'll always be stuck in the past and right. this is why it's really important to unlearn right to know how to unlearn it's an important concept to be aware of also oh yeah i think a lot of people don't give it due importance yeah like many of the things that we talk about on yeah. this podcast yes subscribe and share uh, always <laughs> <laughs> but keep uh, doing it in sympathetico yeah <laughs> method. yeah but why is it not easy bro yeah that's like the million dollar question yeah right. what makes it challenging exactly so i'll i'll dial it down a little mm-hmm. as a concept of unlearning i think we keep doing it but subconsciously yeah and because we are doing it subconsciously we never get to know the pattern of unlearning yeah it misses our attention it misses our attention yeah yeah and now if we really have to you know for any concept to be adopted consciously you have to first identify it Mm-hmm. right identify as to where this is needed mm. and that's the major challenge in the concept of unlearning we don't know where to start we yeah. don't know what we have to apply unlearning for mm. that's the biggest challenge i feel one of the major challenges of why it's not easy to unlearn something is the starting point itself as to where what do i unlearn it's like what do i identify yeah that i need to unlearn yeah identifying that one puzzle mm. or identifying that one trait or quality or whatever you can give it any name name tag so if we go one layer deeper what makes it challenging to identify it in the first place yeah that's the second million dollar question <laughs> <laughs> uh you want to go first or you want me to go well i think it requires identification first of all that something is going off or i need to course correct what i already learned mm. i need to replace existing uh, thought patterns with new ones mm. in itself it requires certain amount of awareness presence of mind in the yeah. moment mm. it requires the ability to if not in the moment then it requires an ability to analyze something that has already happened and uh, actually reflect on what went wrong yeah constant introspection is yeah, one way to introspection for sure and uh, it also requires you know mindfulness so basically i use synonyms yeah. but <laughs> pretty much you know in the moment mindfulness presence of mind awareness yeah. but that's what i feel it requires yeah my take is a little different it's it's beyond all this mm-hmm. right the problem with identifying what has to be unlearned 
unfortunately the most important things that we you know in real time in mm. real life the things that we have to unlearn mm. are most often than not our strong forte our strengths mm-hmm. and you can understand you take an average guy of like say 30 years 30, can i can years. i rephrase that to say the things that are more challenging to unlearn are the ones that usually become our strong forte because the ones that are not maybe we can easily unlearn those but the fact that something becomes our No, the, the ones which are not our strengths, mm. we don't even have to unlearn. We are anyhow not doing it. Okay. You function on your strengths, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go into a room and if they say like perform the best or do something that you're best at, mm. you you would do your strengths, right? You, I mean, say if you're a storyteller, it's your strong point. You start telling a story. If, yeah. you, if, if telling a joke is your strength, you start telling a joke. But because it is your strength... you would not do that in a professional meeting yeah and that's the concept of unlearning right mm. so in major things in life we rely on our strengths to pass through that tough times mm. and which is why it becomes you know very tricky because that might be the exact quality why it is not helping you succeed mm. Mm. okay for example if you are like a headstrong person and it has taken you through a certain stage in your life because of that attitude of having a headstrong right. you know approach right but then there will come a stage where that approach might not work but if you still continue to do it it is only going to create more damage to you mm. it's like too sweet is also not good types yeah, right? yeah so at that point you have to like identify that you know what this is that attitude of mine or this is the quality of mine which is not helping me go forward mm. now i have to sit back or like push this quality back and be more open minded yeah true but it becomes very tricky because when you look at the data that you had on your journey mm. you will see that hey this is the quality that brought me up till here So why is it that this will not take me further? Mm. If at all something will take me further is this particular thing. So that is why I feel it's not easy to identify what you have to unlearn because most often than not it, it is masked as your strong forte or your strength. Yeah. And that's exactly what you have to hold it back. Yeah, that's what makes it really tricky. Yeah, it's very tricky. And another thing that I felt that becomes like a blocker to unlearn things mm-hmm. is people usually tend to have this tendency of uh, placing blame for something elsewhere you know there's a general lack of personal responsibility or accountability or uh, personal agency mm-hmm. you know when something goes wrong mm-hmm. usually it's a very very few people who think okay all of that went wrong for me but what was my role in that mm-hmm. and what could i have mm-hmm. done differently what could i have changed rather they tend to place blame on oh things just didn't work out my way it's because this guy acted in this way mm. it's because my fate you know so yeah. once we give up that responsibility completely to an mm. external source mm. there's no scope for even thinking there is pro- maybe something that i have to do differently mm. and which actually leads you down that road of unlearning yeah yeah so you know i think that also could be another factor absolutely absolutely but this of course is the phase that comes before it's half job done basically yeah. once you identify that's that's just half a job done yeah what becomes even more challenging right in the concept of unlearning is the application part yeah one of the points that you said in the beginning that it's not just mental it's also physical it's muscle memory yeah we have a tendency to i mean our muscles have a tendency to remember a lot of stuff that we forget yeah so even after identifying what you have to unlearn or mm. what you have to put in the back seat because that has been your forte for so long mm. when the situa- situation demands you end up doing that yeah so it takes an enormous amount of willpower or mental strength for you not to actually go forward and do it mm. though the temptation is very high 
though there is you know a huge urge or provocation you have to go against all that and and there's a sit com- tight. sense of comfort in just continuing to do it the way you always did it exactly exactly it's like your backyard right yeah so that is another huge challenge in how do you execute or mm. apply something that you have identified that you don't want to do anymore yeah it's like quitting smoking for example mm. i mean it's not doesn't come under unlearning per se but it's that different Difficult. Yeah. Any any smokers in the room would know how difficult it is for you not to light up a cigarette and you know just sit tight, even though people are smoking around you. Yeah, to go against your habit. Yeah, which is well formed. Exactly, and that's another huge thing. A lot of these things are our habits. Yeah, right? yeah. they fall in our daily routine. Mm. So for you to change that is a huge challenge. Yeah. Anybody who's trying to wake up early can identify, you know, with this or will resonate with this. Mm. Anybody who's ha- trying to have a timely meal, mm. right? All these things are a part of unlearning. You have to unlearn how to not eat junk food. Yeah. And the process of unlearning not to eat junk food is learning to eat healthy. Yeah. So, it's a very like I said it's a complex concept which is never broken down in a way where people can actually apply it for their own benefit. Mm. I've not found a lot of content on the concept of unlearning. I've actually tried seeing how many people have, you know, put their finger on this point and said, "Hey, this is a really important thing." Yeah, the max you can find are quotable quotes. Yeah. The one like the one which we started this episode with. Right. But even I've not found anyone going into detail of saying if you actually look behind the curtain, hmm. these are the things that actually are making it challenging for you. Right. So if you're aware of them, then maybe it'll make it a little bit easier right for you to actually you know work your way through it yeah there's another point mm-hmm. as to why it becomes very difficult mm-hmm. to apply our own learnings i mean if you look at it as a, on a time scale mm-hmm. majority of the times that we have to unlearn something will come at a point where you're already matured mentally where you're already have made formed your beliefs yeah right yeah. or you formed your habits for yeah. example Now that is another huge challenge in applying what you have decided to unlearn. Mm. It's very difficult to go against your perception of the world or circumstances, right? Yeah. And the same point like something which has been the reason for your success yeah can soon become the reason for your downfall. Yeah. And for you to let go that particular reason with a mature rigid mind mm. is a very challenging task. it's against your ego it's against your conscious you know understanding of things so that's another reason why it's not easy to apply what you want to unlearn yeah exactly because in order to unlearn in the first place you need to have an appetite for learning yeah because a lot of us grow up at least in our society we are grown up or we are groomed you know with the mindset that okay you're in school now focus on your 10th boards yeah. you know that's the big thing you have to crack after right. that life will be chill yeah. then they'll say okay now you've crossed 10th now now focus on your engineering yeah. or focus on your higher studies after that you'll get a job and you'll be chill yeah so we're always kind of working with the mental model that okay i'm going through the shit right now i'm putting so much effort so that after a certain point of time i get comfortable yeah. and i don't have to really do much after right. that i can just work on autopilot right that's But not the case that's not the case yeah and the people who have a natural ability or 
uh, affinity to continuous learning hmm. they will find it more easier to unlearn something because they are actually open to new information coming in yeah but the people who are not they're never going to be open to new information coming in which already closes the gates to any potential for unlearning yeah and also the fact that you know in the in the pursuit of learning something hmm. we are never taught or even there, there is no hint Yeah or the fact that you know what this is all fine mm. but there will come a point that you should not use any of this yeah you know yeah. you you have to be choosy about you know where you want to put all this so at that point you have to learn to hold back yeah that's a concept which is not taught to anybody and i think that is a very vital tool to have in your artillery especially when you're growing up in your 20s or you know in your teens if you can somehow instill Mm. this particular concept that there will come a time where you have to hold back onto your forte because you got to develop something else if that concept is incited at that growing stage it is written on rock so your brain i think we have the ability to just pick that information when it is needed and utilize it because we are not aware that this is a possibility mm. we end up being headstrong or we just bludgeon into whatever problems we come with whatever we think we have Yeah and we've already recorded an uh, an episode on why acceptance is not easy. Yeah. And you were saying why to unlearn it actually requires you to accept that what I have learned so far may not be correct. Yeah. may not be right and I need to be humble enough to change my ways. Right. There's also another element where courage also plays a factor Absolutely. I feel because this is again a place where a lot of people turn away when they come across information that is contradicting what they always thought. Yeah. They don't want to go through the discomfort of facing up to the fact that they might have been fools for a while. Yeah. Or they might have been fooled by someone yeah. or something. Now they have to actually misguided. I think the softer way is yeah. to put misguided. Misguided, misled and now they have to actually uh, eat humble pie yeah. and learn the, the new thing all over again. Yeah. Yeah. and now correct their ways so yeah that's a that's a really good point uh you need to have an appetite to learn first of all to unlearn something to unlearn something <laughs> yeah. and that's the paradox that's the that parado- exactly. you were talking about it's a paradox of cons- i mean it's for me it's one of the best examples of paradox yeah you know if i have to explain paradox this is what i would probably put out there so we've talked about identification we've talked about sense of personal responsibility we've talked about um application and why that's not easy yep are there any examples we could use to make it more relatable i mean there's so many examples that come to my mind and i mean again i'll take like a sports mm-hmm. you know example i mean this is an example of sachin's you know double century in australia mm-hmm. right and this was a time where he was not doing well i mean there, there was a big score pending for the longest time in yeah. that series and he was getting out on you know playing the cover drive or playing it outside the off stump right. and it actually came up recently also in virat kohli is also facing in the, the south problem. africa series everybody yeah. was like go speak to sachin the reason why this particular innings is probably the toughest battle fought by a sportsman mm. was you no know, sachin was known for his cover drive shots right the cover shots the back foot punch or the long strided cover drive it was his blown. bread and butter it basically. was bread and butter right yeah. anything in and around even if it's a good ball he knew how to convert that into a, into a boundary and that was not working for him yeah. for whatsoever reason mm. like let's not get into the reasons what sachin did in that innings took 
everybody by surprise. Mm. What he did was basically he decided that I will not play my strongest shot. I will not play my favorite shot for as long as I'm out there. Yeah. In that particular innings. And he scored 241 runs without a single shot in the cover region. Yeah. And you have to understand why this is an extraordinary effort. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just a matter of making that decision. Yeah. Of, okay, you know what? I'm not going to play a cover drive. But it is also going against your mental temptation. Mm-hmm. Going against your body. Yeah. Your feet, your hands, you know, your whole batting style. Yeah. Right. And now diverting all that attention mm-hmm. or you know taking away all that temptation and focusing converting in, into playing on the on side or just playing straight yeah so if you think about it a person who played like more than 300 international matches 500 international matches test and one day or whatever format mm. for him to not play the shot that gave him the maximum result mm. it's practically inhuman if you ask me but that guy pulled it off sachin pulled it off and it's not that he forgot how to play he didn't Definition. discard it he didn't discard cover drive from his artillery he yeah. just stopped playing it yeah and that is the perfect example of how unlearning something that is your forte can actually help you in succeeding or you know getting a better result of yourself and what made it especially more difficult was giving up all those things that you said hmm. that he had to give up he had only microseconds to yes. do that in Yes. a bowler bowls in that channel tempting him yeah he doesn't have a lot of time to yeah. you know adjust and course this not elaborate decision making so you have to be consciously i mean he has to be consciously aware and present in each and every moment yeah and every time a ball comes where he would usually play the cover drive yeah. he as he's done all his life right he has to now do something else yeah and it's not that in that innings he tried it couple of times and he failed and yeah. he, he just didn't play yeah that is ex extraordinary so almost like monk like discipline exactly that yeah that's required buddha it is that buddha level of gameplay yeah another example contemporary example that i can think of is in the corporate world you know as we unfortunately belong to yeah um you see individual contributors you know they're very competent at their job yeah and through that competence they get promoted to say being a people manager yeah and as soon as they cross that boundary most of them continue working still as individual contributors yeah you know whatever their core competency was whatever their strength was they're always looking to step in yeah. and problem solve uh, for their team on their behalf right when there is no you know stepping back and realizing that okay the nature of my role has changed now i'm a people manager i am responsible for how my team performs so it's not about letting your team step in and allowing them to burn their hands and learn through example rather you just want to step in every time yeah. and you want to problem solve yourself then how is your team going to grow if you keep doing that yeah yeah i think it's a perfect example because being in sales mm. i see that more often than not because yeah. the best sales guy obviously becomes you know the team lead or a manager mm. and the problem that i've seen is once you go into a room right for you to keep aside that seller's attitude yeah is phenomenally dif- difficult yeah because you see a win right up for the grabs yep. out of your experience and out of your capabilities and skill set mm-hmm. but you're not in charge of the meeting so a part of unlearning is also about giving that power to someone else yeah i think if you're able to do that you know it kind of makes your job easy easier said than done but that's that's another huge challenge right you have to give the power of attorney to someone else yeah. who you don't have control on yeah. and as a manager 
primarily you have to become an enabler yeah. it's not about result yes it is about result but it's about compounding result it's not about one guy driving the concept of leading by an example doesn't fit there yeah you're, you're sitting there with your stakeholders uh, and you know that there is some financial benefit to a pitch being sold yeah exactly the way it needs yeah. to be but at the same time you need your employees to grow professionally right. as well right and come into themselves now you're sitting there you're you're hearing your underling pitch it in certain way where you know that you could have done it much better yeah and you still have to sit there and hold your tongue exactly which is the challenging part right absolutely for you to step out of that role mm. and it will benefit you also right? yeah. if because you will become a better manager you get a better sense of what people actually need to become better yeah and that's that comes with a lot of unlearning that comes with like i said in this particular example it's about giving the power of attorney to someone else and then giving them the confidence that they can they can deliver and doing so that is not easy Yeah therefore in like typical physics how we do it mm-hmm. or like in proving a theorem therefore hence mm-hmm. unlearning it's not easy it is not easy hey thanks for listening you can follow this podcast on spotify to get notified of new episodes every thursday we're also on apple podcast for those of you who have partaken in the forbidden fruit If you liked what you heard, leave us a 5-star rating and a comment. Say anything like the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. A rating and a comment really helps us out. It's free, and I'm told that's a great price. But enough about us, huh? Tell us about yourself. Leave us a comment. Our Twitter is @thigap and we are _thigap on Instagram.